And welcome into Sports Takes with Jake here on a beautiful Monday night. And you know why it's beautiful. Because the Eagles are victorious. But as always, I want to introduce my co-host first. We have first from Spearfish, South Dakota, Mr. Zach Tipton, who went to the Villanova game yesterday despite the uh, massive, massive crowds. But he was there. I was there. And unfortunately, I was not happy with the results. But hey, we got a better result later in that day. And from Malvern, Pennsylvania, the other member of the duo, Mr. Nick Downey. How are you doing tonight, buddy? Great. Thanks for having me on again. And first, before we get into anything tonight, I have a very special little song I'd like to sing. Ooh. Nick and I. Fly, eagles, fly, on the road to victory. Fight, Eagles, fight. Score a touchdown. One, two, three. One, two, three. Hit him low. Hit him high. Yeah, join in, Zach. And watch those Eagles fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. On the road to victory. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. How many times we said that yesterday? I think I... Too many to count. I did sing it once. I sang it once yesterday. You did. I Apologies did sing it once. Apologies if that quality yesterday. wasn't great to yeah. the listeners. It was a lot better than Jalen Hurts' rendition. Yeah, yeah. Did oh. you hear that? No. <laughs> I, I, I laughed it was so awful. hard. That, that was terrible. Awful. <laughs> it was one of the worst. He had to watch the scoreboard too. He, like, he didn't know the song at all. He had to watch the scoreboard <laughs> to see the lyrics. <laughs> He's like, yeah, it was bad. But anyway, uh, but yes, that special little tunes because the Eagles are in the Super Bowl. Let's so go. I, yeah, well, Nick and I went to uh, McGillan's beautiful spot in Philly, and what a scene that was. Yeah, especially after the game. Yeah, we were there for a while and watched the game as we all rooted on our Eagles. And obviously, you know, we started out fast with that touchdown drive early. Uh, then it was kind of, yeah, kind of was a little nerve-wracking, you know, that Josh. Okay, well, we'll back it up. First of all, you have Brock Purdy going out on the third play of the game. Wow, and I actually noticed till today, but they were breaking it down, and you know Zach and I were talking about this a little bit earlier. But really, a tight end blocking Hassan Reddick, who might be the one of the best defensive players in the NFL. What what is that? I mean, from what I saw, at least I think you know just this play. I mean, the tight end was supposed to block Hassan. I think he was just trying to chip him a bit to give Purdy extra time, and it just Hassan went right through it. That wasn't even chipped at all, and just kind of blew right through the tight end and. Purdy didn't get out in time. Purdy they paid for quicker. it. Yeah. yeah, they paid for it hard. Purdy, obviously, as you all know, went down. Uh, confirmed today is a torn UCL. He'll be out for at least six months. Um, then they went to Josh Johnson, who's played on how many teams? 13? Yes, 13. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I mean, league. I would say he had a great uh, first drive there, but to be honest, it was McCaffrey that led that, that, that McCaffrey drive. McCaffrey drive, yes. That, was that run was insane. That run, we run over that run like beast mode, I'm like, players. is McCaffrey to go for like 300 combined yards right now and somehow win this game? But I was, uh, I was no. like, that's what I thought was about to happen. I'm like, because I'm going to be honest, like McCaffrey, like, I'm like, I saw it happen. I'm like, McCaffrey's going full beast mode right now. Like, he's about to go for like 300 total yards and somehow, somehow do this. I don't know how, but he's going to somehow do this. Because McCaffrey, like, Matt. Yeah. yeah. You can't, it's kind of hard to run the ball when you go down a couple of touchdowns at a And playoff. you know, like, you know, per, well, when they brought Purdy back in, you knew he couldn't throw. It was yeah, clearly. Basically he was basically just, yeah. He was just he like a two, placeholder. Two passes, but. He was a decoy. Um, yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, no Josh, one was really fooling for that, fooling for that decoy though. But yeah, Josh Johnson went down with a concussion. Purdy comes, and I think the the big turning point of this game was those two late touchdown drives in the first half. It was still seven seven. Get those two touchdown drives in succession. Oh yeah, that changed it. You're up. Oh, it totally changes it. I mean. Yeah, 30 seconds before half, and Josh Johnson turns it over. I mean, that's the one thing you can't do. Yeah. You're that, you're that far in Eagles territory. You can't turn that over if you're Josh Johnson. He did that, and you you give Eagles all the momentum going at halftime. You're a four-string QB that's not supposed to really do anything. It was over at that point. Yeah. And honestly, even the – I mean, I know, like, the offense played really well. I mean, uh, you know, put up 31 on the – Basically, or what they say. I would say most of those touchdowns did come out. Didn't they come on short? They came on short fields. A couple though. of them. Did. A lot of like two or three of them came on short fields. But no, either way, your offense was incredible. Jalen Hurts was great. Devonta Smith, one-handed catch that catch. was uh, <laughs> that was a completed pass. But it obviously wasn't. But they didn't get the that challenge was smart. They didn't get the that was challenge smart by them, yeah. Like, yeah, no, absolutely. Niners dropped the ball. I thought just a note on the defense. I thought the Niners' defense, especially in the first half, looked good in moments. But then they had those like super costly penalties that just extended that was Eagles' throughout the drives. Whole game, that was throughout the whole game. Yeah, yeah even when they gave up. Yeah, even I mean, when they gave those up, mistakes it was. killed them. Or they could have had multiple stops. The 49ers defense could have had multiple stops, but then they didn't. They, they have like a they had a roughing they had yeah, roughing, they had a roughing the punter later yeah. roughing the kicker late on. It was just like late yeah. hit on hurts. Yeah, face mask. Yep. Yeah, just dumb. yeah. I mean, hey. Congrats to the Eagles there. The Niners were really banged up, but your offense played out of their minds. Their defense really didn't have to do too much, but they were they were there, and they were, they stopped them from going really anywhere. All they had to do was sell out for McCaffrey, and you had yeah. that game basically. What do we think of Hurts though? Fifteen to twenty-five, only one hundred twenty-one yards. No no turnovers though, but no passing touchdowns. Had a rushing touchdown. How many how many rushing yards did he actually finish with? These? I didn't think it was that much. Was 39. it? It wasn't that much. And no, we we relied on Kenny yards. Gainwell, Sanders. Gainwell had forty. A little bit of Boston Scott. Not, not too really. much of Boston. This is a fixed bag. Yesterday. I mean, yeah. I I think we should be as an Eagles fan. I think you should be. We should be a little bit anxious about concerned concerned about, about whether Hurts is 100% only because potentially in the Super Bowl against Mahomes, he's going to have to throw way more than he did on Sunday. You think? And throw the ball downfield. Potentially, yeah. yeah, He threw 15 passes. All the touchdowns were rushing touchdowns. He threw 25 passes. He went 15 for 20. Oh, sorry. 15 completed passes. Their rush game is And not a lot of deep balls either. He didn't even – How many yards did you say he ended with? Less than 200? He overthrew a couple – 121. He overthrew a couple bad balls. There were a couple bad overthrows And you wonder how much of that is his injured right shoulder. I mean, here's Hopefully not. He's got two Here's more weeks to recover. I looked at I looked at the stats here. I'm just gonna go. Through, I'm not gonna go through like a ton of stats here, but I just want to go through we love one stats stat. In this show. The one stat is in PFS grading system. Pro Football Focus. In Pro Football Focus yeah, is best grading system. The best QB the Eagles faced this year was ranked 14th. Oh yeah, Mahomes that, is by far the best. And Mahomes, I think, which is, is ranked, a little scary. Mahomes is, is ranked scary. one. I believe Mahomes is ranked one is it Mahomes in the PFF. Burrow, like two. Yeah, I think yeah. it's. I think Mahomes is ranked one in the PFF yeah. system. Yeah, that's scary. So if so, that's by far. I even close by far the best QB you're facing all year. It's the best yeah. QB in the NFL. A guy that could probably single-handedly put 35 on a defense, even if his defense is good. I mean, heck, yeah. I mean he just Mahomes is a different breed, and so as a defense. You're going to play your best game you played all season. Yeah, they, the defense and is really going to have to just be like the story in the Super I think Bowl. They will. I, think. I think they will. I, I hope mean, they I will. believe in this defense. I, I love yeah. your defense as well. I love your defense as well, but Pat Mahomes is, is a different. different. I, I mean, understand that. 
it, Mahomes thing, didn't look amazing Ma- against the Bengals. No, but I mean, obviously he got the job done, and that's what matters. You know Mahomes is going to put up his yards. You know Mahomes is going to put up his yards, and you know he's going to put up those points. Top yard offense in the NFL. He's going to put up those points. What that has to happen is the Eagles have got to limit it to the point where it's not a shootout, right? Like, like yesterday. Like, get it to a point where maybe he's only scoring 23 points. Because, yeah, I think that would because be if he scores that's a winning formula. Point, that's just 23 points. That's a really good win for the Eagles because Jalen Hurts in the offense could easily put up 30 points on that. On yeah. that, on that I, I think the Chiefs' defense is... It has holes. Not, it does. We were talking about it. The D-line, obviously, they played really, really well yesterday. And Frank, Frank, they, Chris, they Jones, really well Chris yesterday. Jones looked incredible. Yeah, but, it was very good. And we were talking about this, but Mahomes' salary kind of prevents them from having for, like all formidable units. Yeah. Like, they're secondary. But I mean, they, they lost have... Javarius Ward in free agency. He's on the Niners now. That secondary is not elite. The linebacking core, not elite. The D-line, potentially elite. They played like elite yesterday. But I don't think the Eagles can be too scared about the Chiefs' defense. We, you'd hope, especially with the best, arguably the best offensive line in the league. The thing that worries me is that you guys have always been the one hole you guys have had on defense this entire year has been your working in tight ends. That's yeah, always been the that, one true. hole that is that you issue. guys have had this entire year, and that worries me considering that you're going up against the one tight end in football that could single yeah. in. Oh, no, the game. yeah, definitely the best yeah. tight end. I don't even know who the Eagles are going to put on him. I mean, hopefully it's a group of guys, but, like, yeah, we definitely. don't have one linebacker or one safety that can, like, if you try to take one out of the game. I mean, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at the Chiefs defense here. I just want to point this out. I look at the Chiefs defense here. Their linebacker core is really good as well. Who say names? Uh, Nick Bolton is a pro. Is a is a okay. is a like either pro bowl or he's right outside the pro bowl. I forget. Uh-huh. He's one of those guys. Carlos Dunlap has been there for a while. He's done that for a while. Uh, Willie Gay's been really good this year. And then um, on their backside, yes, they're all really young though. I think on the young yeah. side, which is what could you guys could attack. Um, Trent McDuffie is he? He's a rookie, right? McDuffie's a rookie, right? I think so. Maybe. I think McDuffie's a rookie, and the Jarius seed is the second year, but he played really. He's played really good all this time. Um, and then of course you have Frank Clark and Chris Jones in the uh, in the. I mean, they their defense has those pieces, but I agree with you guys. It's definitely a lot more attackable on the back end than the yeah, Niners. Definitely. Um, which and so, but I mean, what really is. That your defensive line is also a problem sometimes because you guys don't really do. Besides the sound medic when he blitzes, you guys have a hard time getting to that QB. Besides oh, sweat, whoa! Besides whoa. Oh, that is not seventy true. sacks. Is oh, like first team in NFL right? history with four players of plus ten plus sacks. Yeah. No, that's not true. But I I misspoke about the uh, Kansas City linebackers. That's a pretty good group. I don't know if it's elite, but that's a pretty good group. And also, the Chiefs are eighth against the rush. Um, the Chiefs de- defense that is. So one of the storylines might be for the Eagles, can they run the ball? Could be because if they can run the ball, that'll obviously open up the passing game. But if they can't run the ball, game. can Jalen right, Hurts exactly. single with an injured shoulder? I have confidence he can do that. With an he injured can, shoulder. I, I hope. I hope. I hope I actually I hope so too, but like I'm this gives me one of the best game to watch. And you're watching This is gonna best, be a good game. You're watching best versus best. You're yeah. watching a guy that's on a track right now to be one of the greatest QBs of all time. Yeah, a top, a top three QB of all time. He might time. be the best talent of all time. Yeah, right and you wa- and we watch another guy on the other side who's looking like he has a chance to become a top five QB in this league, top four QB in this Definitely. league, very very fast. He's yeah. already probably the number one QB in the NFC by far. I don't really see a scenario where this game flops. Like even like for a neutral fan, like this is going to be a good football. Yeah. Game. Here's yeah. here's another thing I'm, I want to think about here. 
how much is the fact that it's on a neutral site and like not in Philly gonna be an issue? I don't you know. Also, you could also you could say, say that about Arrowhead, like City. especially because Arrowhead's so loud. Yeah, Arrowhead as well. But I don't I'm, know. But like, yeah. you, because like you know, like Philadelphia is a weapon. But that, we were really, we were really good away from home this year. Really good away from home. Um, were your three? We also had the easiest schedule in the league. So I don't know. We'll um, see. But like I don't know. I think I'm excited to see this because I think on a neutral field. Take the fans out of it. Take that out of it, yeah. really. It's going to be close. Just what, who is the better team? And that's what the Super Bowl is. Yeah. That's what the Super yeah. Bowl does. Definitely. Who's the better team? Who's the better QB? Which mm. we already know who the better QB is. But, like, who's the better, like, overall unit? Overall unit? Yeah. And that's what I'm excited to see. Because you're off. You, this is the two top two offense lines of football. Top yeah. Two of the top Eagles three. Eagles are the least. best line of football. Eagles yeah, do. Chiefs is legit. Chiefs, I'd say, is two or three. You probably would run Niners at two, right? Would you probably put Niners at two? And then no, you... uh, Niners O-line? Yeah, because they, they have uh, Trey Williams. I mean, they have Williams. That's, that's, but... that's it. He, um, he's good at throwing Eagles. Um, you know, I would say... He I would not have a good game either, apparently. <laughs> no, but I would <laughs> say... Who got... Who is the... This could be... It's just a question for you guys. I, I don't know names that well of your guys' linemen. Who was the lineman that kind of got blown up by uh, Nick Bosa a couple of times there late? Uh, Nick John, Bosa, I'm not sure not anybody blown got blown up. At I, I think sides. Nick Bosa Lane did Johnson his job and played well, down. but I wouldn't say he blew up anybody. Lane any Johnson players. shut Couple that man down. Maybe, no QB hurries, no pressures, no sacks from Nick yeah. Bosa yesterday. Yeah, Lane I thought he Johnson. had one. I thought he, who had, he had probably had a couple. There tackles was a for sack. Loss, there maybe. was a couple sacks. That wasn't on, that wasn't against Lane. That was somebody else. Right, right. No, I mean, yeah. And did is Dickerson good? That's yes. the question. I, no, I know. No, he's saying, is he good to go for the Super Bowl? Oh, 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 oh. I'm not sure. I have no idea. I don't know. I didn't see anything. Because I know he went out late. I know he went out late in that yeah, game. Yeah, I didn't see anything about that. Before you guys benched your starters, the drive before you guys benched your starters, Dickerson yeah, he, went he, out. He did That's down. a loss for sure. And I if Dillard, be right. Dillard anywhere near able to replace him like that? Eh. Um, no. no. I mean, Dickerson's Pro Bowl. It's just, Matt, I mean, in one game, is the drop off going to be like noticeable? We'll see. Because I mean, if you he play, doesn't play. The question is, is Dickerson's a guard, right? Dickerson's your guard. Yeah, he's a guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is Frank Clark gonna be able to eat up that uh, like whoever Andre Dillard? Yeah, uh, potentially. I so. Maybe or hopefully they, with Kelsey's help. Kelsey, no, but... Or they throw Kelsey on Dillard and have him double team Frank Clark. Is that yeah. what you, that's what I assume would happen, right? Right. I, yeah, I'm. I have so and much my confidence is, my in the, the O line. My lot is your tackle, right? So it's my lotta. Yeah, it's Mylotta, yeah. then Dickerson, Dickerson Kelsey. Kelsey. Who plays right guard? Siamalu. Yeah. And then okay, so Siamalu would then right take over their, their other line. I'm looking at it right now. Who's their other guy? Kellon Saunders. Kel- yeah, I think that should be fine. Um, Saunders has been good this year, actually, than I think about but um, he should be able to. My, uh, I don't think there's anything about the health of Dickerson yeah, yet, so we'll have to stay anything. tuned on that. I think it'll be all right. I have no idea what the nature. Wasn't that an elbow? It looked like I have no idea. It looked like it looked like it was the same, almost the same injury as. Uh, it looked like it was almost the same injury as Purdy, but uh, uh, I kind of doubt that. <laughs> well, one was in a throwing motion, and one was uh, blocking. I, so, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll take a quick break here. Come back. You already know what's coming up. More Eagles talk. Sports takes it. Jake, keep it here. Eighty-nine point one. The roar. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. Visit our all-new website at WXVU.org. We're on air serving the main line at 89.1 on your FM dial or stream us anytime, anywhere on the Radio FX app.
everyone, this is Kaylee Brendel. I'm a singer-songwriter and a sophomore at Villanova. Listen to my conversation with WXVU about music and life on our podcast feed, available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I gotta stop picking up. This January marks the official rollout of WXVNU Health the first nurse-led health and wellness department in college radio. The initiative reflects a partnership between WXVU and Villanova University's M. Louise Fitzpatrick College of Nursing in collaboration with the Office of Health Promotion. Listen this month for In the Know with Nova Nurses, health news that you can use. It's from WXVNU Health, Brought to you by Villanova's V891, The Roar. And welcome back into Sports Takes with Jake. I want to bring some stats here since I barely got to talk in that first segment. No, I'm, I'm kidding. You guys had a good discussion there. Um, so Jalen Hurts, after the first quarter, only had 50 passing yards, which I thought was really interesting. But we ran the ball a lot. Eighth quarterback to lead a team to the Super Bowl before his 25th birthday. Can you name any of the others? Um, Mahomes did it. Big Mahomes. Ben. Yes. Big Ben. Um, Joe Burrow did it. Yeah, there's two others on here that you guys didn't get yet. Are they current players? Or uh, One of them is, one of them isn't. Did Tom Brady do it? Tom yeah, Brady did Brady it, right? Did it. Yep. Um, yeah. And the other one probably isn't, I'm guessing. The other one, one isn't. We, we, we can get it. We can get it. He's active. He's an active He's player. He's not active. He's not active. Oh, um, oh my bad. Notorious for Big never winning a Super Bowl. Oh, Marino? Shoot. Yes. Wait, Marino never? He never won a Super ever Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah. Like one of the best quarterbacks ever never won a Super wow. Bowl. Wow. Well, I mean, Dolphins. <laughs> well, I know, but they went that undefeated season. Was he not the QB right, that year? true. Was he not I, the QB I mean, that year? Yeah, he was. He was. They, I thought they were they the only team to go undefeated? I thought they were. But yeah, they, no, they, they had undefeated season, but they didn't win the Super Bowl. Oh, shoot. Okay. Yeah. Tough. What do we think about? I mean, honestly, going into this season, I, mean, I thought Reddick would be a good player, but my goodness, he, he has nine. Oh my god, he's and a insane! Half sacks, including the postseason this year. Dude is a le- dude. If it wasn't for what Nick Bosa did this year, he dude is a legit DPOI candidate. Like the dude was on another level this season, and it was so fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. And this game, he had he had two sacks. He had the. The forced fumble, and also the and that hurt that on the play that hurt Purdy, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. So I mean, like he he played yeah. really well. Um, I know we were talking about it before, but um, what do you think of uh, Shane Steichen as the OC? Dude, the fact that you guys went from Frank Reich to him is like insane. Frank Reich was considered one of the better OCs in the entire league. You lose him and you replace him with a guy that now is probably considered the top OC in the league. Yeah. And will oh, probably yeah. have a head coaching job by starting ne- next by not this year, but maybe by starting next yeah, year. Yeah, probably. If we win the Super Bowl, we probably won't retain him because he someone will want to sign him for sure. Yeah, like I mean, dude is incredible. Dude's turned your offense into a dude's um completely um Hurts is just Jalen a completely Hurts, yeah. different player. Yeah, Jalen Hurts is He a went from player. an elite runner. With a questionable arm to an elite runner and one of the better passing years this year amongst the maximize him for sure totally. maximize him for sure yeah totally I hope the next I hope the guy you bring it after him because you'll lose Steichen most likely yeah. I hope the guy you bring it after him knows how to continue maximizing Jalen Hurts there because 
It is the system. I think Sirianni is good too. Like especially because no, oh, last year Sirianni called the plays. I, love, I yeah. love Sirianni. Like you know, I'm not like the biggest Eagles fan in the world, but like I love what Sirianni has done for your team. And I love everyone Sirianni. has to yeah. his record since taking over. It's I mean, it's crazy. And the dude's first year we went nine and eight and made the playoffs. Like, like about since the beginning, the middle of the year last year, he won like all those games and he went fourteen and three this year. Like if yeah, you and a Super Bowl like if you don't tell me where where he's from, I guess Philly. Like if you didn't tell me where he's from, I would keep guessing. Yeah, totally he seems like a vibe, he yeah. embodies what Philly is, and I love that. And I yeah. his action, his activist on the sidelines, getting the crowd hyped up, like being as he's got to be well liked in the locker room. Oh yeah, there's no way. I mean, not oh, only absolutely. not only is is his vibe to be like. Um, very much like you said, with the city and also like a player's like a player's coach. He's also s- like so winning. Oh, he's like oh, he's yeah. just a winner. He is, yeah. and he's just he's that guy. Like he is yeah. gonna be your coach for a very long time. Yeah. Shout and out to Lori because when he, when Lori he fired Doug hires. Peterson, when he fired Doug Peterson, I was like, why? And then when he signed Sirianni, everyone was like, especially after the first press conference, they were like, "Yeah, the whole flower Who is this thing. guy." He's Colts, <laughs> and then, right? He's Colts. It was Colts OC, right? Yeah. Uh, he also, yeah, he was also at the Chargers before that, I think. Uh, yeah, I think he, he was. Yeah, I think he was, was he, Chargers. Like he was Chargers QB coach. Yeah, or I think I think that's right. I think it was Chargers QB coach because but I like, think he worked with Philip Rivers. Think about the highs Lurie's had. Andy Reid, amazing. I mean, I didn't win a Super Bowl, but he had like five conference championship games, yeah. and a Super Bowl appearance. Peterson won a Super Bowl. Yep. Sirianni in a Super Bowl. I know. All within like, you know, the 20 2000s. Years. Yeah. yeah. He was actually the wide receivers coach before at San Diego. Wide receivers coach. Okay. And then he was all. Then he was a QB coach before the wide receiver coaches, and he was also with like, and then he's been with a bunch of other teams as like other positions, but mainly Chargers and then Colts OC and then Eagles head coach. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Eagles have outscored their opponents 69 to 14 in the playoffs so far. Kenny Gainwell 11 carries 48 yards in this game. Also had yep. two catches for 26 yards. Not Yeah, your RB core has been incredible. You know you when you you know you're a good team when you can make uh what? Fourth round, third round running back look like a like a really solid player. I saw forward. something today. Do you think Kenny Gainwell in 2020 Whatever three or twenty two will be the Corey Clement of twenty seventeen winning yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think so, dude. Everything about this can you team remember, reminds can you, me can of you that. Can you remind year. me about Corey Clement? I don't he remember. For Wisconsin running back had like three touchdowns in the Super Bowl. He's like small, shifty guy could run in and pass. And okay, I can absolutely see. Remember that. he had that touchdown pass in the back of the end zone in the Super Bowl. Yes. Is it Kenny Gainwell that's going to do that, or is it Boston Scott that's going to do that? Well, I'm saying it looks Gain- like Kenny Gainwell. Seems, seems like Gainwell to me, but it could yeah. be Boston Scott. It could be Miles Sanders. Who knows? Yeah. Do you think Miles Sanders is kept after this year? Because he's on his last year, isn't he? Yeah. He'll be back. Yeah. I I think he'll be back. I hope he comes back. I think I don't know why he wouldn't want to re-sign yeah. unless it was for the money and we just didn't want to pay him. Because to be honest, don't I don't mean to, to be you cynical. Don't wanna, you don't need to pay I, I, I don't want to be cynical because he had a Pro Bowl year. But, like, yeah, we have so many guys that are about to come up yeah, and that we need to pay, like, Hurts. Don't need to pay running backs. I don't think we need to pay Sanders. Running back, paying running back is always a bad There's move. a thing. I mean, I know we're talking about the Eagles here, but as, like, a Vikings fan, there's a part of me that, like, because there's there's a really good chance we cut, we cut, Dal- we cut Dalvin Cook, we trade Dalvin Cook away this year. We gave him a lot of money. We right? gave him a ton of money. He and sucks. he. He he had a, he's been in the Pro Bowl this year now. He's oh, in the really? Pro Bowl this year. He's in the Pro he's Bowl taking, He's taking uh, Pollard. He took Pollard's spot. After oh. Paul got injured, but he was the number. He was yeah, a, okay, so he was, he was the alternate. first. He was an alternate, but um, he had a great year. But 
I'd rather like not pay him and go be like pay a small amount to, like Alexander Madison, have Alexander yeah. Madison be our one. Yeah, like, we don't want a- we don't want an Ezekiel Elliott situation. I mean, Aaron Jones has been okay, but that was also looks like he, the Packers overpaid. And I, I mean, like yeah. I mean, like, there's, there's plenty of play trip. I don't know. I trust. I kind of trust Howie low-key. He, yeah, he's made some He's made some moves, Howie, and also he's not afraid to make, like, bold moves yeah. uh, when he needs to. That I AJ totally Brown trade was being, so like, good. Especially because we have, like, two first-round picks. Like, dude, trade down, draft Bijan, like, or maybe not draft down. No, I don't, don't draft Bijan. Don't draft Bijan. Because here's the thing. I would love to see you guys draft, like, corner. And then go draft like a D line. getting Bradbury back. But or draft well. If draft, we resign Bradbury, you, then we don't need. But if you draft Joey Porter, if you draft Joey Porter, your your secondary True. is. And it's then also aging, let's yeah. see, you just twenty three. I could see you guys taking like a. I could see you guys taking another like a defensive lineman. I also, so it depends if we resign James Bradbury. Agreed. I think an impact safety is definitely a need for the Eagles. Or not a need. We don't really have a lot of needs, but that would be that could be a steal. Impact safety. Yeah, but you could I bet you could find one. You could probably get another like inside linebacker. We could probably do with one of those. Because you guys have I bet you guys could easily go on a thirty two. Thirty two is a spot where you take a you take a like a second round guy, like a safety or something like that, that could work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some more stats this game. Devonta Smith, two catches for 36 yards. One was eh, maybe maybe not a catch, but we'll, we're going to count it as a catch. It's not on the Eagles to uh, yeah, to that's, fix that's, that. That's on the league or the 49ers to challenge. That's on that's – on, and I think – and uh, Shannon said he wanted to challenge that, but his, then his guys talked him out of it because he wow. didn't get the right well, angle. He, he kind of has like a track record of kind of like not coaching well in big games. Yeah. No, that's – and yeah, I agree. I, I have always Super Bowl they, but He botched Chiefs. that. They were up at halftime in that like game. He, they played so conservatively and they lost. Yeah. No, I, no for sure. Like, and he's made he's made it to so many conference championships and then just yeah, fumbled. Just Shanahan's of, always given so much credit for how creative he is, but there is a point where you have to start saying, can this guy win the big one? Can this guy win that big yeah, one? Yeah, but also if you're the Niners, like you're – You're not going go to you're not gonna yeah. go for anyone else, but can he win the big one? Yeah. If he can't win the big one. Well, I don't I don't think yesterday was on him. I mean, you could be creative, but at a certain point when you're playing Josh Johnson. Yeah. There's an argument to be made, though. Why wouldn't – if you have McCaffrey and guys like Debo Samuel, why wouldn't you just run like a wildcat offense? Because uh, that's incredibly one-dimensional. And I mean, you're already one-dimensional Our defense was anyway. not going to respect that, though. You're already one-dimensional. Well, Brock they, Purdy they tried that. Brock Purdy was literally having – They tried, so they many tried that on a couple – on several just, plays. They played like a whole drive where they only ran jet sweep. McCaffrey, and, like, McCaffrey threw, McCaffrey threw, threw a pass. Yeah, that was, that was rough. <laughs> yeah, that pass was bomb. <laughs> that pass was to that's the like moon. something that you do in yeah. the backyard. Yeah, you just totally. bomb it down the field and yeah. hope it works. I mean, they were grasping at straws. For that sure. pass was to the moon and bombed to absolutely no one. I know. <laughs> I he, yeah, that was pretty I think funny. he threw it to New York or something. Yeah, <laughs> that was rough. Uh, A.J. Brown, four catches, 28 yards. Uh, didn't really, honestly. Yeah, where was he this game? Didn't really need the receivers. He had a drop, too. He had a drop, too. Yeah. But where was he? They just didn't really need, didn't need it, him. We ran the ball. Also, like, okay, so we go up 21-7 and a half. They didn't, the 49ers didn't he shut didn't down the run. Clock. They might have slowed it in the first half a little, I guess. Yeah. But they didn't show that they could stop it. So why would the Eagles not just no, try absolutely. to chew the clock in the second half? And that's been their game all year is to run yeah. run the team down, right? We, yeah, we usually you pass, we usually early, pass in and the then first, you run yeah, first half. And then absolutely. Exactly. What was Goddard's stats? Can you hear me Goddard's stats? I was just stats? about to do it. Five catches on six targets, 23 yards. Well, I thought he had went with 23. It felt like he had went this, with 23. I mean, the 49ers defense, it's, it's, it's not shabby. It's legit. Where they did all just the yards come from the running? Was it, did all the yards come from the run? 
Because the Eagles run game 148 yards and four touchdowns. But you got to remember, yeah. good point by Zach. A lot of their drives are like short fields because like, we got a bunch of turnovers and stuff. Yeah. But like, when you have when you have Josh Johnson and Brock Purdy going, <laughs> I mean that's and I injured Brock Purdy. There's so much opportunities for fumbles and interceptions because you have guys that are yep. not used to throwing yeah, the ball. Didn't Josh Johnson have a fumble? He did. He had, yeah, yeah, he had a fumble like, on his first drive. Yep. Or yeah. like late and late in the game. Yep. Yeah, that was tough. Um, and I guess my question to you guys is. When did you guys know this game was over? At what point did you guys know this uh, game? At the time, was... I was feeling pretty good. Really? I was. I, was, I mean, I didn't, I didn't think it was over, but, dude, it would have it taken a I lot. didn't feel really comfortable until about midway through the fourth quarter, and I'm like, all right, this game's over. Uh, I mean, I yeah. said, never, you just never know in playoff games. You never know. You just, I, mean, I mean, I, I know didn't it think it was shot, over. I just know. thought I was comfortable at halftime. The minute Trent Williams body slammed that guy, I was like, this is over. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> You, yeah, you should have the... been in the bar when that happened. My goodness, that yeah. people going to kill people in there. Yeah, that, that was, was that. Well, that fight. I mean, the game was chippy, which was actually kind of interesting to see. Yeah, because they're not really because it's like, like oh, because they're not rivals, but particularly. But I was like, that's kind of hype to to get an insight into both that's teams. A, that's like an NFC's thing. I mean, that's like I mean, yeah, if you play totally. an NFC's team, it always seems to get chippy almost. Well, it got chippy before the game because AJ Brown and <laughs> I don't know who someone on it was. Oh, it was Jimmy Ward. Yeah, they were like they were like it. yeah they were chatting before. The I game. will say Jimmy Ward played really good this game. Like for a 49 perspective, like Jimmy Ward made a oh, lot. Oh yeah, of he's a, oh he's such a legit. Speaking safety. speaking of Jimmy, was Jimmy G available? I know no. he was on streak. No. he was no. not available. They would put him in no. if he was available. They no, no, he wasn't even on the active roster. I know, but like. Okay. If so he well, was available, he would have been in that game. He would have been a backup. He I hope. Know. He, he would have been in that game if he was available. Yeah. yeah. Josh Johnson would have never been thrown out there. Well, mm-hmm. I, I know, but I, I was just wondering if like he was any like. Do you think he's anywhere close to suiting up? In no. Game? No. I don't think he. I don't think it was possible officially. Well, I mean, I know he wasn't ruled inactive, but like, oh, oh, for you some mean before the game, active or something. Oh. But. Yeah. I don't know, but I think no, I definitely don't think he was available. And I think even if, if he if he was at all, even if he was like. Barely, I think if he was all, if he was at all available, he wouldn't put in that game. Yeah, yeah. Son Reddick, three tackles, two sacks, QB hit, tackle for loss, four fumble, and a fumble recovery. Yeah, no, game. he was he was well, probably the oh uh, the MVP of that game. Oh, my they always give it to the quarterback. Oh, what? no, but Mahomes oh, never oh, no, no, Jalen Hurts is never gonna get it. I don't even know a guy. I didn't. I thought, I didn't, I thought we were on the street that point. Yeah, I, don't I, don't even, I mean, I don't conference even championship Did, MVP. Miles Sanders, maybe, I, I thought Miles Sanders got it. I don't it. know who got it. No hey, it should have been. It should have been the whole offensive line. Well, yeah, true. Uh, Kaiser White, six tackles, linebacker spot. Gardner Johnson, five tackles. He's such a good slot corner, man. Um, Jake Elliott, perfect on the field goals and PATs. <laughs> four he for did four, his job. One for one. Um, yeah, that's uh, another article here I, I had up about the the run game. Um, the um, so the first, like we said, first seventeen plays, eleven of them were pass plays. Next fifty two, thirty eight of them were runs. Yeah, which is a, a forty eight against the Giants. They ran it forty eight times for two hundred sixty eight yards, three touchdowns. Um, Niners came in only allowing 78 rushing yards, the second fewest in the NFL. Um, like I said earlier, the Eagles had 148 yards. Um, I mean, I hope if we could do it against the Niners, we can do it against the Chiefs. I have a That's question. I have a question for you. Besides Reddick and Josh Sweat, who else was getting sacks for you guys? Fletcher Cox, Graham. Yep. Those are the other two guys with yeah, ten. Yeah, I think plus, so. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and also, um, what's his name on the insides had like a career year. Uh, Hargrave. Hargrave. Hargrave's yes. nasty inside. He, he might have been one of the. He, he might have been one of the. Cox was. I think. Cox was. I think. I think Hargrave, Hargrave was. is. Are, is one of the best interior defensive linemen in the league. And then we also have Linvol Joseph and Ndamukong and, Sue. Yeah, but we'll come off the so, bench. We'll come off the bench. It's a, it's a, it might be one of the – It's the best D-line can in I Eagles say, history at can the I minimum. Say, that was another thing that made me respect the hell out of uh, Howie Roseman was like five games of the season, six games of the season – your one issue is your defensive line, and he goes in and gets the job. We can see Linville Joseph even an back issue, to back. just because Jordan Davis got hurt. And he goes in and gets the job. Joseph in back-to-back games. I appreciate like, the hype, but also, like, at that point, we only had one loss, and veterans love to join what they think are Super Bowl contenders. I don't know if that was... Uh, but the fact that he's playing got him. Like, the fact that he went out right, and signed right. him oh, was, yeah, like, and made it work, was yeah. like... That's a that's a great move by it was a great GM move. to be like, okay, we have a winning team like win now. We have one maybe hole in this team that we need to fill. Let's go fill it by getting the two best guys available. No, I think to our team. agreed, but I think Roseman should get all the praise for the Hassan Reddick and James Bradbury signings. And CJ Gardner Johnson. Yeah, that too. That one more low key, but he's been so good. But yeah, those but Reddick and Bradbury. Is Gardner Johnson out? Oh Did he gosh. play in that game? Did he yeah, play? He played. He played? Okay, I didn't forget if he played mm-hmm. or not. Yeah. Um, um, we're going to take a little quick break here past a uh, half hour here. Um, come back. We're going to have one more stat I want to give, and then we're going to go into the Bengals Chiefs a little bit. I want to talk about that game a little bit. It was a very good game from Arrowhead. Very good game from the refs. Very uh, <laughs> and then the uh, last segment we will talk, or what's left of the men's basketball team. And, and the women, they moved up to 19th in the rankings today. Exciting so, stuff. I'm excited. We really want a top 16 uh, seed or position. Um, and that j- comes into right into, uh, I guess, my own promo, I guess. Uh, I wrote, join myself and Mr. Tipton over here for women's basketball action starting uh, this Wednesday, Wednesday night, February 1st, as the women's team takes on Marquette, the Finneran Pavilion, on V89.1 The Roar. Coverage will start at 6.15 p.m. for the pregame show. Uh, very excited for that. That's I think it's the inaugural. I've, WXU has never commentated women's basketball, so we we're very not, excited. I'm very excited, especially very excited with our women playing as good as they to, are. The, to the station is going to be. They're uh, doing very well this year. Um, honestly, it's not just because they're doing well; it's just the fact they should get covered like any other team does. Yeah, no, you know, absolutely. we cover the men's team all the time. It's like why don't you cover the women's team? So, um, yeah. So we're very excited to bring you that 6:15 again uh, Wednesday night. Tune in. Uh, Radio FX app, tunein.com. You can stream it. And obviously, if you live in the area, WXVU 89.1, you can take a listen. Um, one more stat I wanted to give here. Interesting. The receivers only had 64 yards total in this game. The backs had 137. So you had Sanders 11 carries for 42 yards, two touchdowns, and a catch. Gainwell 16 total touches for 74 scrimmage yards. Boston Scott, 21 rushing yards, and you had Jalen Hurts to 39 rushing yards. That's such a good spread. That's a perfect. That's such a yeah. perfect spread. Um, but yeah, and, he, and we ran the ball 44 times in each game. So it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out in the Super Bowl. Were you guys the number one ranked run offense in the league? I almost think we had. Were you guys the number uh, one ranked offense? Yeah, it was like one. It was two, I think. Who we had to be one or two. I almost think we had to be one. I don't even know. Was was the Niners one? No. Maybe. We'll we'll check that. I almost feel like the Eagles almost had to be number one, but I don't know. 
And the time of possession was very good in this game. 37-26 time of possession, despite the Niners running the ball basically almost every play. I mean, that's all you can do. That's all you, that's all you can do with a, with a four-string QB at that point. You're not really expected to hold the ball that long with them. So now moving on to the... Uh, well, I guess, well, quickly we'll talk about... I want to talk very briefly about the Bengals-Chiefs, and I want to move into the kind of a Super Bowl preview here. Um, what do you guys think? I mean, I thought Bengals had a couple chances late. Uh, Jones kept with that big sack on Burrow in that third nine play. And then, of course, I mean, I know there's a lot of plays to determine a game, but huge penalty on that uh, late hit out of bounds. Penalty. Buckner makes a field goal. Chiefs move on to the Super Bowl. I mean... I watched this game from start to finish because I was like, I, I had nothing else to do that night. So, um, I watched this game from start to finish and I just was like, it started off very slow and very boring early on. I'm like, this is going to, I thought it was going to be a lot more high scoring than this. And then, but it got very interesting at the end and there was probably, I was like, this is the perfect script. They're going to send this game to overtime and the Chiefs this year are going to be the team that gets screwed over by the overtime rules. And I'm like, because what kind of script would that be, right? You get the Chiefs who always get helped by the overtime rules, who did it last year against the Buffalo Bills, and now all of a sudden this year they're the ones that get screwed over by it. Perfect script for the NFL. And then, nope, you get that one penalty. You get that one incredibly idiotic penalty by the uh, Bengals lineman, um, Asai. And um, it was, this game was over. I mean, you knew immediately when it was over. I mean, you knew all the players. You could see all the players on the sidelines. You could see everyone, and they're just like, this is over. Did you guys think that that wasn't a penalty? Like, it shouldn't have been called? That was called? totally a penalty. That was totally a penalty. It was, he was like, way out of it bounds. Was, he, was, he, was, he was three feet. He basically took three steps out of bounds already. Okay, so you meant idiotic in the sense of, like, he, the player never should have done it. The player, Yeah, the player should just let the guy go out. Yeah. I don't understand why he even – because here's the thing. Even if you, like, run out of bounds with him because the momentum was taking you that way – Keep your hands down. Yeah, just yeah. like run. Because at that point, you're going out of bounds, but you're untouching the guy, and you're not going to get a penalty for it. The guy had his hands out like this, running full speed, and then the guy was three steps out of bounds and just didn't take his hands down. He just cut it out like that, and then, then did a pushing motion. Yeah. No. It was a bad mix. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, just, yeah. Mistakes in big games. What do we think that like, Burrow had a chance two minutes ago, got the ball, Tied game and he just didn't do anything. No, I I mean that was definitely not the best game from him, that's for sure. Especially in no. the first half. He had that he had that interception. He just didn't look good, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean he had that He's one supposed to be the second best quarterback in the league. Yeah. He is the second best quarterback in the league. Don't 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 say he I'm, isn't. He's I know, the I'm second saying best he's supposed to be, but he didn't, like he didn't play it like he it didn't play like it, but he is. No, no, he is no, the no, second best quarterback. A couple of costly picks. Yeah. I mean, no, it wasn't him, but also, like, we kind of shout out Mahomes. Because yeah. even though he didn't, like, put up a ton of points in that game, Insane. what Mahomes does, he you could tell on he was, a, he was limping throughout that game. On one leg. He was limping throughout yeah. that game. So the fact that he was, like, actually, like, still playing at Mahomes level almost. And, and that play where he got knocked out of bounds, he ran for that first down and didn't even look like he was hurt. No. And that's the thing. I'm just like, Insane. the dude's inhuman. The dude is inhuman, and this will probably fit right back, right perfectly into the, into the pre- Super Bowl preview. But the guy is inhuman. Yeah, he's really good at playing through injury. He's always been good at that. He's tough. Like the dude just doesn't want to quit. The dude yeah. is not going to quit on his team. That guy will be the last guy to quit on his team. Yeah, totally. She, Eagles are four and five all time, all time versus the Chiefs. Um, all time. Okay, I don't know if that stat really um, tells us too much. Mahomes has faced. 
Just Wait. give a historical perspective, buddy. Last sure. game. What happened the last time they faced each other? Last game. Had before Mahomes only faced the Eagles one time. It was actually at the link last year. 24-30. This is a he was a surgeon. 24-30, 278, five touchdowns, one pick. Again, this was a different defense. Chiefs win forty two thirty. This is a completely different defense of the yeah. team they faced than the defense they faced last year. So it's just like you can't look at the history too much of it. Jalen Hurts this game thirty two of forty eight, three hundred eighty seven yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Yeah, I, I remember that game. Wasn't it high scoring? Oh yeah, forty two thirty. Oh Jeez. yeah, okay. You guys want to know a funny stat, and you guys might laugh at the stat. I laughed at the stat when I saw it. Whoever wins this game. We'll have more wins at University of Phoenix Stadium than the Cardinals had at University of Phoenix Stadium this year. You're right. The Eagles beat the Cardinals there. Wow. Yep. The Chiefs beat the Cardinals, Cardinals there. there. <laughs> and the Cardinals only won one game oh at home God. this year. Oh, that's, that's horrible. Sad. That so, is sad. So that means the Chiefs Eagles will finish with two wins at, actually, wow. I think it's State Farm Stadium. Is, that, yes. is the Cardinals head coaching job still open? Yes. Okay. Um, and uh, but I don't think for long. I think... Sean Payton was the name I think is going to go there. Right? Oh, really? really? I heard Sean Payton. I thought they was going to stay at Fox. Issue yeah, I, I, I thought like I thought he out. was going to stay at Fox. I don't really no, know Sean why. Payton, Sean Payton's the the favorite for that job, and I think how the heck did he go there? I don't know. I mean, Kyler Murray. Because here's the thing: Kyler Murray's kind of toxic. Here's the thing: is it's not all the coach. The coach doesn't really get the decision here because it's the team, right? Because he's still technically in the Saints organization, so it had the Cardinals had to make yeah. a trade for Sean yeah, Payton they have to give up a first round pick. Yeah, I think is what they yeah. they have the third overall. pick. <laughs> yeah, no, they're not doing that. I don't. I don't know. We'll see. I don't see it. Yeah. Look, I'm looking up Sean Payton right now. Go a lot, ahead of, a lot of interesting uh, Eagles and Chiefs connections. Obviously, with Andy Reid being there. Um, the GM, and I remember this uh, Vetch. He's from Mount Carmel, which is not too far from where I live. That's only like 30, 40 minute drive from my Who house. Who is this? The GM for the the Chiefs. He's from Mount Carmel. Oh shoot. Um. Shout out Mount Carmel. Oh yeah, my um, girlfriend's mom went to Mount Carmel. So oh okay. Yeah. No, there's, there's a I I know she knew Vetch. Yeah, the Re- Mount Carmel Red Tornadoes. Can yeah. Can we also talk about quick before we talk about more about this? Is a red tornado. <laughs> Wait, well, yeah, what the hell? <laughs> that's that's <laughs> ridiculous. Um, also, can we talk about this funny, this this cool thing, which is can we talk about the greatest podcast of all time, which is uh, Kelsey, the uh, Travis Kelsey, oh my and God, yeah. Jason Kelsey's new the podcast they started this year. Yeah, New Heights. They're both in the Super and Bowl, and they're both in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, can we? That how awesome! Oh, they're gonna that, talk. They're gonna hype that yeah. up during media week. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um. Yeah, uh, Vetch went to Delaware. He's a quarterback. Uh, no, sorry. He was court. He he. Yeah, oh my gosh, his quarterback at Delaware was uh, Matt Nagy when he was a wide receiver, which is pretty interesting. Um, he actually interned at, with the Eagles as a coaching intern, entry level coach's assistant. Um, he drafted Mahomes. Sirianni was on the Chiefs in 2012. On Todd Haley's coaching staff, there I guess they were they were horrible that year. I think from what I remember. Uh, Reed, wow, that just tells you how young Sirianni. Yeah, is. You, yeah, that's like ten years ago already. Reed replaced Haley, um, and uh, Andrew has a ton of connections. I'm mean, not have to go through all of them, but there's a lot of them. There's uh, one, two, three, four, five, five six. There's a ton of them. Um, but anyway, so the mutual opponents here is kind of interesting. So we both played the Cardinals, Colts, Niners, Titans, Jaguars, and Texans. Eagles went 6-0 against these teams. Chiefs were 6-1. and 
Who is one team? That, wait, how did you say one team go six and how does one team go six and one? Because uh, Chiefs played someone twice. Probably someone in division. Yeah. The, oh shoot. Uh, I don't know. They played someone twice. Who did you guys play in the oh, AFC they, West? They, the Chiefs played the Jaguars twice because they played them in the playoffs too. Oh, oh. Okay. that makes sense. I forgot about that. Did they not beat them in the regular season? No, they then? lost them in the they regular season. The, oh, shoot, no, they, that's no, right. No, no yeah. they lost to the Colts in the regular season. And the Jags. No, they didn't. Oh, no, they only had one loss? 20-17. to 17. No. They had multiple losses. No, no, against these common opponents. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. They lost 20-17 to 17 to the Colts in week three. Okay, well, that, that, that is so little weight now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just interesting, though, because the Colts, like, sucked. <laughs> Wait, yeah. can we quickly bring up the Eagles schedule for a second? Because you mentioned that you think it's the easiest schedule in the I league. I think. I'm pretty sure it's statistically the Really? Trip. I thought it was, like. Yeah, someone mentioned that. Because here's the thing. The Eagles played four playoff teams this year. I just want to quickly go through the four playoff teams. They Giants, play. Cowboys. Giants twice. It's the Giants. I'm not counting any of those as a significant win for a playoff team. Vikings. Really. Oh, oh they sh- that should, those should be counted, though. We beat yeah. them three they, times. Yeah, we beat them three times. We beat the Vikings. Giants were solid. And I said the Vikings aren't good. Um, <laughs> I said the Vikings. Um, but uh, no. Beat the Vikings. So, beat the, well, you beat the Vikings one one. week two before. We real, week two. the Vikings. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You did. And the um, Giants. And then you beat the Cowboys once without Dak, yeah. and you lost them without Jalen Hurts. So that and really is the Giants that. three times. And then you, yeah, you beat the Giants three times, and then you beat Vikings. the Jaguars before the Jaguars. Oh, yeah, that was that the hurricane game. Yeah, that was yeah. You, beat the, you beat the Jaguars before they even became the Jaguars. Really, that's be, let's, be, let's like, be fair here. Yeah, no, week four, the Jaguars were a completely different team than, than they were team. now. They were up. I'd also say the same thing about the Vikings, though. I would say the same thing about the Vikings, though, and that they were a different team week two than they the were. The Vikings beat the Bills in the middle of the year on the road. But I'd yeah. say that's why I said I think week two the Vikings were still not really there yet for to build for a team. Yeah. But but I, I would say that's your best one of the year. The I would say that's your best one of the year, though. I yeah. would, would you agree with me there? That is your best one of the year. The Which Vikings one? win. Yeah. Really? Well, uh. you mean ex- besides playoffs? Besides playoffs, besides playoffs, in the regular season, uh, that was your best win of the year in terms of like actual like competition-wise. There's a couple of really good wins I thought we had because because oh, unless schedule. you I mean unless you consider like a, like because I think the Vikings were one of the playoff teams you beat, and at that point they they were the best playoff. The Lions team win was good. That was really they were the, but that was first week of the season when we the destroyed the Steelers 35-13. Again, I was early in the season before the Steelers were the Beat Steelers. the Packers before they got hot 40 to 33. Yeah, that was before the Packers got hot. Uh destroyed the Titans 35-10. The Titans are bad. Uh what else do we got here? Destroyed the Giants 48-22. That was a pretty big win on the road too. Yeah, that that was a big win. Um yeah, Bears that's not really that great of a win. Uh, somehow beat the Colts seventeen sixteen. We were down like two touchdowns not, late. Yeah, that was a that was a bad game. Honestly, I don't like all the, all the NFL. All that matters is you win. Like it doesn't yeah, matter who's but on t- the schedule. But I'm yeah, asking, I'm asking, is, right, is the Vikings your best win this season? Which by the names you just told me, I say the Vikings is still your Ex- best. I would regular say season potentially, possibly. I mean, I think the Steelers win was big. Titans win was big. Steelers was still before Steelers got hot. That Giants win was big late in the year. That was on the road. We destroyed. Well, them. the Giants win in Week 18 was also Giants. No, that one in no. Maryland. He's talking about yeah. December 11th. He's, talk, he's not talking about Week 18. Them. That was a big win for. Him. We needed that win. Um, that might have been the biggest. That was they just it, because destroyed the Giants them. made the divisional round. They did. They were a playoff team, and that's a division rival. And we and we destroyed on the road them. and we destroyed. Yeah, them. Vikings was a big win too. Though that might be number two. 
I'd still say Vikings number one, but then regular think, season. I get. I am a big. Well, I'm I see, a big I, I Giants hater. To be too objective I'm a about big this. Giants I'm a Vikings hater. fan. No, I'm a big Giants hater. I've always done a big like this whole I season. I said tell. the Giants aren't the Giants team. That well, they definitely played better than the roster would suggest. They made it further than your Vikings. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, that hurts. Yeah, <laughs> that stings. But here's the thing: is I'm I am straight up telling you guys, and I will. I've said this on Twitter. I've gone on a rant on Twitter that talks Daniel about Daniel stats in that game. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys seen? Yeah. Look well, at my Twitter. Defense. Look at my Twitter. Look at my. I'm, I'm pulling up my oh, Twitter. Boy. I'm shouting on my Twitter right now because I'm about to pull it up. So that's gonna happen. You gotta right give now. your handle if you're gonna shout it out. What yeah. Add Z tip 22 Tipton. I went on a rant after that Eagles Giants game. Okay. <laughs> he did. I went on a rant. Why can't I? Why can't I go to my profile? Was the rant? We have the worst defense in the league. Please <laughs> fix it. No, it was like Daniel Jones did this against the worst Dude, defense. I, in I don't mean to to kind of crap on your team here, but. Kirk Cousins in big games, and like you don't have a you don't have a viable alternative if, like you might you may have to draft one. Four, Kirk Cousins threw for 400 yards in that game. Yeah, but he Kirk made a couple of mistakes. So. He also, made one mistake. Also, also, no, yes, also 400 yards. I'm a big Kirk Cousins. Like, dude, 400 yards is 400 yards, but he's gonna be beating he, the Giants. He came back against that Saints in the playoffs. Like, that was a big comeback. Okay, but also they have no defense to bank okay, on. Okay, here's where I go. When they don't win here's, the here's my rant. Adds right, make it quick. I want to get to the most. Fine. This game proves that Daniel Jones isn't good. The Vikings is just defense is just historically bad. Thank God Donatello is gone. Anyone that thought the Giants were good because of last week should be laughed at. The Vikings defense is absolutely atrocious, and we made Daniel Jones look like a capable QB. Daniel Jones had three 300-yard games this year. Two were versus the Vikings defense, the worst defense in football. The other was versus the Lions, the second worst defense in football. His next highest yardage game was 228. Enough said. That was, that was my rant I went on. That's a fair, I think that's a fair rant. That's a fair I, on, on that, was I really like... I am such a believer that the Giants weren't actually they, good. They totally overdrafted Daniel Jones. Where did he go? Like eighth six. overall? Six. He went, he went sixth overall. overall. Oh wow! Sixth overall. That's, That's horrible. <laughs> yeah, I'll say. So that, that was my rant. He went Thank before Mahomes. Did he even be there next year? He went year? before in terms he of in terms will. of number. They didn't pick up his option. No. no. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They who probably gonna, will. Who are they gonna put back there then? Yeah, I mean, no, they're probably gonna keep him. The son of like I guess franchise tag him. Is that what they're gonna do? Yeah, that's expensive. They're yeah. franchise. No, they'll. They'll. I. I think he won't. In terms of Mike. pick number, like order in the draft, he went before Mahomes. He did. That's wild. Mahomes at fifteen. He went That's be- crazy to think about. And I know Mitch he's not a great. I'm not. I know Mahomes. he's not a great person. But in terms of talent, he did go before Deshaun Watson as well. Like in terms of talent, like Deshaun yeah. Watson, like that's insane. Yeah, that is. Yeah. He went before like a Lamar Jackson. He went before like a Jalen Hurts. He went before. Um, I mean Brady, but like everyone says. Well, that. yeah, that's right. He went before Dak Prescott. He went before Russell uh, Wilson. He was a late Russell, yeah. Russell Wilson was a third. Yeah. I mean, you're, he went before Brock Purdy. I think Brock Purdy is actually better than Daniel Jones at this point. Ooh, wow. Uh, that, he, yes, he, uh, yes. I don't yes. know if we can say no. for sure. Yes. I am Daniel Jones, yes. the running abilities there. Let's but think about it, though. Brock Purdy. I mean, you have Samuel. Ayuk, yeah, I don't know. Kittle, I don't know McCaffrey. if we can say that he's. Better. Daniel, what does Daniel Jones have? Saquon. Saquon. Yeah. That's it. There's yeah. <laughs> no receivers whatsoever. Yeah, and he did well. No, I don't think you can say Purdy's better than Daniel Jones. I, I mean, maybe. You put Daniel Jones, San Francisco. But in terms the sample size wait, for wait, Purdy's actually, too small. Let's look at this. Yeah, let's say it this way. True. In terms of, like, draft pick, like, value to greatness here. Yeah. Like, Purdy I mean, was the yeah. last pick of the draft. And yeah, he's... Totally. he's and he, there's a, then the fact that we're actually having a conversation about whether he and Daniel Jones are similar, and Daniel Jones yeah, is the no, sixth we, pick of the draft. Not have been having that is it, no, people were saying how <laughs> similar Purdy and Prescott looked in that 
49ers Cowboys game because yeah, Dak, Dak did not have a good 40 game. million a year, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was an. Like he should be better. Yeah. Oh, so is there a point? I know we're going on a different topic here, but I just want yeah, to get back to this. Is game. there a point that we consider like a a Josh Allen like like he's the top three QB in the NFL? Don't be wrong. But his hero ball and the point. Oh his, yeah, no, he's his, making, he made way too many mistakes in the late thing. in the last half of the year. When do we start blaming him for a lot him. of what happened in those let games? Me, let me. I question him because first of all, he's taken way too many hits. Way, and it's voluntary. It's shorting. It, it'll shorten his he's career. Short if he his career to one. Do that. Yeah. And two, the last three years they have not made. They have. Been out in the divisional round. I yeah. think that the, the, the what did you say last year they lost to the Chiefs. That, that one, was a shoot. I don't think that you was can a put classic. that on anybody. You can't put that on him. But this, this year, year you can put no. on no. And and Sean McDermott first the the, co- the, the game whole plan year, was horrible. They in my opinion, the fact that yeah, ju- the fact that the reason the fact that and, uh, sorry the fact that the Bills didn't get the first round the first seed is on Josh Allen. And they barely yeah. beat the a Dolphins. Lot of, all the losses I would almost consider on Josh Allen. Yeah. No, dude, they need they just need a shifty running back. Yeah. Not a they bruiser. Could, They've had the bruisers. They don't pick up enough yards. They need a shifty running back. They that's just need talented to commit to running, commit the, ball. To running the ball. They I think James, James Cook is a guy that they can look at, but they, they need to give him more touches. Yeah, they just they're not committed and to And they him almost now. lost to the Dolphins at home with a third string quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Skylar Thompson nearly beat the Bills. Like yeah, I know. literally like that's a crazy. drive away from being the Bills. No, the Bills were overrated this year, I think. Especially in the the last half of the year. They were overrated for a long time. And I and I do want to say that's the Kirk Cousins curse lives. That's all I'm gonna say. Kirk Cousins curse lives. And they got lucky that Bengals game wasn't played. They probably lost that game. What do you mean? Oh, oh, the um, the Demar Hamlin. Game. Yeah, the Demar Hamlin game. Oh, yeah, that probably. game they would have lost. Absolutely. Um. Anyway, but I want to point this out quick before we go to the the Villanova stuff. Uh, Chiefs been the Super Bowl five times. They lost the Packers Super Bowl one. You know where that was at? Uh, was that in Lincoln? No, it's gonna be same. It's Phoenix. Close. LA. LA Coliseum. LA Col- I was gonna oh, okay. say LA. Uh, gonna say they LA. beat the Vikings in Super Bowl four in Tulane. I don't know why it was played there, but okay. Maybe that was New Orleans. Maybe that was New Orleans played. I, I guess know. so. They beat the Niners in Super Bowl uh, fifty four. Yeah. Hard Rock Stadium. Uh, and they lost to the Bucks in Tampa. Tom Brady. That was a t- that was a Tom Brady. We gotta do. We gotta. And here's the thing. We gotta Bucks the Chiefs. In but the here's Super the thing. Bowl. That game was not. If anyone says that game was on Mahomes, that game was not on Mahomes. No, no. He, had he had no, no line. Yeah, he's running for. They had no line. line. Was was like, like and he <laughs> made some throws in that game. Like we still play over in our heads. They're like, those sh- could should have been caught. No, I don't think. Did anyone say it was on Mahomes? I, I, I mean, there were there were a couple people. I Hopefully did, but, not. But no, Bucks it was not. Were insane that year. Yeah, Bucks were insane. That defense was insane. Yeah. Eagles fourth Super Bowl. They lost the Raiders in Super Bowl fifteen at the Superdome in nineteen eighty. Lost to the Patriots in Jacksonville, a close game. They lost 24-21, Super Bowl 29. And, of course, we know they won Super Bowl 52 in Minneapolis, uh, 30, or 41-33. Nick Foles game. The, yep. the Philly special game. And, and we know before. the game before that, too. It was a, that was a nice win, too, right? I saw the I saw the Minneapolis miracle here on my Twitter. Foles. Foles. <laughs> that was so funny when the Eagles fans were doing that. Oh, you were at the – Oh, you're at the uh, the game before that. That was at the Minneapolis Miracle game. Yeah. 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 Andy Reid is the second most playoff wins in NFL history with 21. Bill Belichick yeah. is 31. Yeah, I mean Andy Reid's like a Hall of Fame coach. Oh yeah, for sure. What's crazy to me is that, like, especially in this game, like people were talking about us being the first team to play the Super Bowl in our home stadium, and then after we lost, the next two years were played in uh, the team. The, te- the teams yeah. that made it there were played in Tampa their home stadium. And LA. Yeah. Tampa and LA. Yeah. Yep. Crazy. Um, 
But anyway, uh, let's go. We'll, we'll take a quick break first so we can take about the 45, and then we will discuss men and women. It's basketball. So okay. keep it here. Sports takes with Jake, 89.1. Leroy. On this week's Morning Roar, the crew discussed the ChatGPT AI tool and its impact on their classes at Villanova. Yeah, I had a professor put it in the syllabus, and she kind of went on a little tirade, and she was like, don't use it. I would, you know, I'm not outsourcing my work to grade your papers. I don't know <laughs> if it's not you, but I do think it's hilarious that it does pass a business course. The VU mock trial team is participating in a regional tournament this first weekend in February, and Patrick and Erica, the mock trial president and vice president, stopped by to talk about it. We have two teams, typically, that we send to competitions, like the one coming up in February 4th and 5th. And we're traveling all the way to Penn State. But yeah, shout out to our van drivers. <laughs> and the crew gave us their best rendition of Fly Eagles Fly. And let's just say it wasn't so pretty. Hello. Hit them high. And watch our eagles fly. The Morning Roar, WXVU's weekly morning show, is live Friday at 8 a.m., streaming on YouTube and available on demand wherever you listen to your podcasts. WXVU is honored to have been nominated for five 2022 to 2023 Intercollegiate Broadcast System Media Awards, including Best College Radio Station. Also receiving nominations were Chris Kokinos' interview with Kaylee Brendel as Best News Interview, and through the WXVNU Health Partnership, graduate student Alex Hudson's podcast, Ring the Alarm, as Best Public Affairs Program. Winners will be announced in February at the annual IBS conference in New York City. WXVU thanks you, our loyal listeners, for all of your support that make this kind of recognition possible. And welcome back into Sports Takes with Jake. And uh, we'll start off with um, we'll start off with the women because you know what, like the men suck. So yeah, start off with love the women. that. Um, they go up to UConn yesterday. Villanova. Well, they were twenty-one or twenty-two. Now they're nineteen. Uh, Connecticut number five. You moved up after a loss. We did. That's that's you impressive. Moved, well, because a bunch of teams ahead of us lost, so right. we moved up. Um, and we nearly beat narrowly them. lost to UConn here, sixty-three fifty-eight. Uh, we were leading for a long time yeah, that's what there. Looks like th- here through the stats. Um, I know at the end uh, we were down what a couple, and then Segrist and Olsen both missed threes that yeah. possibly would have. They're both bad threes they though. Were they weren't shots. like they weren't like great shots. They were like prayer shots that didn't come close. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, you, the Huskies shell in the fourth quarter, scored 18 of the game's final 25 points. Uh, Dorka, I don't even know how to say his, her last name here, uh, Juhans, I have apologize if I'm pronouncing that wrong, hit a three-pointer with a 144 left, put UConn ahead, and they never looked back. Aubrey Griffin, 19 points. She played out of her mind. The Huskies, uh, Juhans, 16 and seven boards. Uh, Edwards, 13 and six. Seagrass, 25. Olsen, 19. Olsen just couldn't miss for most of that game. Which is impressive. Um, but, yeah, I guess, you know, what, what do we make of this game? Zach? I mean, I, I think, I mean, you got to take some pauses away. Well, I know you don't win, but, you know. What we make about this is that coming into this game, for some reason, UConn was 19.5 point favorites. Wow. In this that game. That's like a lot. That, I, that's what we were saying as well. 19.5 point favorites to UConn. Wow. And we were leading... For like more the entirety of the second half, yeah. Until yeah. like a minute, as you said, a minute and something remaining. Like 
we it was like we were watching this and we just every time they seemed like they were gonna take a shot at us, we hit a three or we hit a big shot. And Seagus couldn't miss, and she was hitting shots, and we were taking fouls, making and ones. It was beautiful. Um, and then I guess you know eventually we got to the end there, and UConn finally took the lead back, and we just couldn't make the end of the shots to make get us the win there. But like according to the, according to the odd makers, we shouldn't even been in this game. No, so the I mean, fact that like the fact yeah. that we like even came close, and the fact that we nearly won this thing, like that gives us so much confidence going forward because that was in UConn. They still have to come here. Yes. Yeah. That game's going to be exciting. And yeah, that game's a lottery game. The fact that, did you yeah. see that? It's a lottery game. Did you yeah, see that? that? They that made this game happened. a lottery game. I've never seen that before for women's basketball, so that's be huge. Be that's so time. awesome to see. Well done for that. I know Jacob's not going to be there for that I game. but I got, I'm seeing my girl Carrie that night. So, uh, so um, <laughs> For the listeners who don't know, his yeah. girl Carrie is Carrie Underwood. Yeah, Carrie Underwood. He's going to the Carrie Underwood oh. concert there. So, you know, that that's fine, I guess. Um, but no, so it's gonna be a great time. Uh, really is amazing. a Saturday. It's a Saturday, yeah. Something like that. Saturday. I think it's at two o'clock. Two thirty. Yeah, it's 2:30. something like that. It's like yeah. it's like it's gonna be such a good game. Uh, please come on for that. Is game. it at the link um, or Finn? No, it's at the, the Finn. Link. It's at the Finn. <laughs> not the link. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant Wells Fargo. No, they're never the No, it's Finn. It's at Finn. Finn. Um, but I'm just saying, come on for that game. It's gonna be great. This women team right now is built different as you saw on our ads as you saw on our ads we uh we are hope we are going to probably be broadcasting at least maybe not that game but other games as well um so but no i just say this women's team maddie segrist is going to be a top five pick in the WNBA draft which is is insane and it's so awesome to see lucy olsen's been playing out of her mind recently maddie burke can hit threes whenever she really wants uh Dulce has been incredibly a good defender. She still needs to work on her touch inside. She's a, she's a big, but she needs to work on her touch on the layups and stuff. But her defense has been incredible. She's like three, four blocks a game at this point. Do you um, think Maddie won National Player of the Year? Yeah, I, I, I would say so at this point. I'm Give saying her it's her, Caitlin Clark. Um, she's a beast. People want to look at a, a Boston, but a Boston has not had that great a year this year statistically. She's just the best player in South Carolina. But she's not had a great year this year statistically. Um, so I think it is between Caitlin Clark and Maddie Segrist. And I think I do like Maddie Segrist's chances just because she is leading the country in scoring. And she's more rebounds than Caitlin Clark as well. So Do you, do you think um, that uh, the women's team, do you think they're there yet? We get to March Madness that they could compete with like a South Carolina or like I would really say top tier teams? No. But do you think they have a chance but to make a, a deep run? I would say they make a run because here's the thing: if we get a four seed, right? If we get, I don't know, if we get a top four seed, we host. We host the first two games. Yes. And there's a good chance we get a top four seed right now. And if we do, awesome. and we host the first two games, we can make it a Sweet Sixteen. And I say there's actually a good shot. We'd probably have to face the number one seed in the Sweet yeah. Sixteen, which scares me. But if we play UConn this close. Something tells me we could easily play. Well, there's no for- there's no reason why we can't climb in the rankings the rest of the way. Maybe get a three seed. Maybe two get a three if we go on a run. I mean, yeah, if we beat UConn once too, if we beat yeah, UConn if we beat at home, UConn, yeah. if we beat UConn at home, yeah, that's huge. Probably play them again in the Big East tournament. Yeah, yeah. and that Big East, if we win the Big East tournament, and we somehow beat UConn or, or we UConn beat UConn again, we, you never know. If we beat them twice this year, oh well, yeah, there's no there's no reason you can't give us a two seed yeah. at that point. Um, totally, but yeah. We'll see, but I'm Maddie. See if we if 
Lucy Olsen and Maddie Burke continue to put up points because that was the thing that we worried about early in the season. Especially yeah, early in the season. Really stepped up. Especially early in the season when we were losing to because our four our, all four of our losses have been to teams in the top twenty right now. Yeah. Oh, uh, except for Creighton, I think we lost too early in the season. We destroyed them the last time we played them. Um, yeah. But um, in the in our three other three losses, we're all the top twenty teams that are currently ranked in the top twenty. Yeah. Um, I think. Early in the season, I was worried because I'm looking at it, and Maddie Seagrass have like 35, 40 points, and our next highest score have like nine. Yeah, the critique was that we used to be one dimensional. And now the fact that Maddie Burke is making a lot of threes, Lucy Olsen is scoring a lot of points, Dulce is playing really good defense. Mm-hmm. This team has a lot more weapons now than we did three, four weeks ago, and I'm liking what this team can do. Yeah, to kind of give a little bit of preview for our game. We're commentating Wednesday night against 615 pregame coverage starting. Right here in WXVU, TuneIn app and or TuneIn.com and the Radio FX app. Um, yeah, Nova eighteen and four. Uh, they'll be nine and two in Big East play. Marquette coming in fourteen and seven. Uh, six or I guess seven and five in Big East play. Um, but Marquette's always been a tough Big East team. Yeah, that's they I, make I, the tournament like, almost yeah. every year. Yeah, so that's why they're always here. a tough team. So. We, uh, uh, Nova has an uh, average of 70.6 points per game, uh, which is 12 more than Marquette, which uh, or 12 more than sorry than 58 Marquette allows per game. Villanova is 17 and two when they put up at least 58 points, 76.8 um, from the free throw line, which is second in the Big East. Um, Seagrass uh, second in the or sorry Seagrass leads Villanova with 5.8 5.8 made three throw. Uh, made free throws per game, which is uh, 85% from the line for the season. Um, Marquette, 67.4 points per game, which is 9.9 more than Villanova's given up of 57.5. Um, Who's their star? Marquette, I'm getting to that. Marquette, mm-hmm. uh, 13 and 3, and they put up at least 58 points. Um, good from three. Uh, they have 5.5 threes per game, which I guess is average. I guess not that great. Um, Limited their opponents to only four triple, four point four per game uh, from behind the arc. Uh, they are nine zero when they go at least six or more from downtown. So that's gonna be an interesting stat to watch on Wednesday if they can nail those threes. Uh, obviously, Seagrass is a star for Nova. Twenty eight point five points per game, nine point six boards, basically averaging a, almost a thirty and ten, uh, which is in, yeah. insane. That's insane. Uh, Olsen twelve and four assists per game, which is that's a good. She can get that up a little higher, maybe like fifteen or sixteen would be nice. Yeah. Uh, Burke, I think she can. Burke eight point two points per. So, but I her, mean, but her, bad. but her three point percentage has gone up a lot. I don't think it'll mention that there. Yeah, it, it literally says it right here. Villanova's three point shooting attack is led by Burke, who averages two point four made threes per game, but was shooting forty three percent from beyond the arc. Forty three percent's really good. Yeah, that's very good. That's a very good number. Usually like thirty three. Yeah, something like that. Um, I think Baylor just they know this is men's. Baylor Shireman of Creighton was like the leading. Was one of the leaders in the three point range last year, and he shot like forty two percent. Yeah, that's I really say. good. So forty three percent is insane. Uh, Jordan King leads Marquette in points, sixteen a game, mm-hmm. assists okay, at three point seven. Okay. Uh, Chloe Marota thirteen point okay. seven and eight point six boards. So that's a, a decent stat line. And um, uh, Carlin averages twelve per, per and almost eight boards a game. So that's three pretty decent, solid players there. Um, and Hare uh, leads, uh, or is a, uh, excuse me, a good spacer for Marquette. Um, she makes almost two point two threes per game, uh, and like you said, about the average thirty three percent from deep. 
Yeah, I mean, it's this would be a good matchup. I think this will be a really good matchup. I think Villanova obviously has an adva- I think advantage we'll win, there. But gonna, but I guess it'll be close. It will be your game, and I think it'll be a fun game to watch. So again, please tune in. <laughs> Uh, 89.1 The Roar, F Radio FX app, turn it, tune in. We're going to have a good time with this one, and we hope you guys join oh, yeah, us. It's going to be a really good time. Um, and then switching to the men's, we got about seven minutes here. Um, the bi- <laughs> Yeah, that's such a reaction. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly, I think that's all of our reactions about this. Uh, I mean, I guess the only positive here, Justin Moore returned. Woo. I mean, Woo-hoo. I mean. The savior. Or as, yeah. or as Chad says, woo. <laughs> Did you see that last night? Like every like five seconds, he's like getting interviewed. <laughs> I mean, dude, we we all were excited, excited for his return, and the the crowd in Wells Fargo yeah, was your, so loud when good. uh was so loud when he got announced because and they did something weird, which is they waited until he was last. They announced him yeah, last, last in our like announcements, yeah. and the crowd went wild, Bananas, yeah. especially because he was starting for Arch, which I think a lot of the crowd <laughs> really loved. Um, good, um, good sub in. Yeah. Um, so I think, and hey, he scored like a bucket really early in that game, and the crowd went like berserk again. Yeah. But like, I will say, you would tell he was still kind of rusty. Yeah. He yeah. looked, he scored four points, I think is all he got, but he had a couple of big buckets. Those buckets were really nice, but he couldn't hit that three, which is what we needed him to do, right? Because mm-hmm. the one thing that's been about this team is we didn't have that clutch shooter that could just come in and hit a three when we needed him to, and we all expected Justin Moore to really be that guy. And so for him to go 0 for 4 from 3 was kind of disappointing. Um, although I will say I was really impressed with Whitmore. Uh, yeah, 21 and 9. He, I don't think he had a turnover either. Well, you, wow, you, you can look at that stat, but I think he had like one, maybe zero, or he maybe had one. But like that's huge from Whitmore. Like really bad. Whitmore was averaging like five, six turnovers a game, I think, coming into this thing, and he didn't have a turnover. Um, but uh, he looked really good. He every three he took, it seemed like it was going in. Um, he made a couple saucy. He had that one huge dunk late in the game. Uh, that was assisted by Justin Moore. Um. And, uh, no, Wimmore looked really good. Um, but other than that, that was really it. I mean, we really looked bad again. And it Especially just... after the, the hot start, or hot-ish start. Yeah, and we had the lead going into half, right? Yeah, and exactly. that was, we had, like, a good, we had, like, a three-point lead, I think, going into half and stuff. But, um, you know, uh, it just was unfortunate. I mean, it just, like, we couldn't really hit the shots we needed to. Like, we always have had... We settle for the threes in bad situations instead of trying to get inside. We have no one posting up at all. No one cutting at all. We all just sit on the outside, and it's just getting really annoying to watch at this point. Um, But, again, it's just like something needs to change on a coaching side. Because some they aren't doing it right, and it's not going right, and something needs to change, but nothing is changing. And it's just hard to watch, especially when you're on that sideline, when you're on that when you're on the fan in the student section and stuff, and you're just like, you know, this team is better than what it's playing, mm-hmm. and like, I mean, like even like, I don't like all the substitutions they made. I think, um, I have never been a Jordan Longino fan, but Trey Patterson started making me really miss Jordan Longino. Um, he's just not it. He's not. It just seems like he he's isn't. just not. I mean, what's he? Is this his second year here? It just doesn't seem like he's got it. I don't know. No, I don't think I don't think anyone from that class. Is. I don't think Jordan Longino has it either. But we have no one else to turn to. We really are that down in players that are like. How did Armstrong? I didn't hear anything. Did he do anything yesterday? He had one big three. He had one big two. He made. I think that was about it. In the game, not really much. He's been very up and down this year. Yeah, has been. Um, but like, 
Whitmore actually played decent defense again too. I will say that. Like that's Whitmore good. played no, that's, good. That's, but like it's good. Again, I think there's hope for Armstrong. He's just inexperienced. You're right though. Patterson and Longino. If I you don't think know about it though, if you can somehow, I mean, if you think about, I know the record's awful, but like. You think about all these games they've lost. Connecticut, close. Xavier, close. Providence, close. close. Michigan State, close. If you can get Justin Moore to 80% of what he was last year, or something close, and you have Daniels, uh, Dixon, Whitmore, and who's the other guy? Slater. That's a really decent starting five. If you can somehow get that going. I mean, hey, and like, I know everyone doesn't like him, but he's because he doesn't shoot. But like his defense, Arch. Arch's defense is yeah, I mean top notch, and very good. he doesn't turn the ball over. No, which is something that like Whitmore and some a lot of the other guys have a really hard time doing. But Arch doesn't turn the ball over, no. and that's the reason they keep him in in late situations like that is because they know they he's can put the ball, the ball in his yeah. hands and he's gonna protect the ball. We saw late in the game this last game is we saw this late in the game. You guys probably weren't watching because you guys are probably more worried about the Eagles preview yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> we were, yeah, we were. But like the last like drive of the game, like when we had a chance to yeah. take the lead, um, you had Justin Moore passing it to Trey Pad down low. Like why? Oh yeah, why would just keeping Justin Moore? Or I think you had, I don't think it was Justin Moore. I mean Cam Whitmore too passing it to Trey Pad down low and then without Trey Pad's hands out of bounds. Yeah, I would. Because didn't you say Patterson whipped it across the floor or something? Went in the stands. Yeah, it was like no. Patterson just did not look good at all. But wh- my question is, why is he in that? Spot? Because you have no one else to put him in. Who else are you going to put like, in for? But my question is, why don't you just make a play for Moore or Whitmore? Like these, those are your two best players in the floor. Yeah, you think you do that? Yeah, but I wouldn't do that. I, I think don't even it's, care. It's, it's, it's like coaching. a four shot, whatever. At least it's like from your star. I mean, this is what it's it is. coaching. I don't like, know. It's just, just a like, decision. Unless unless Whitmore made a decision or whoever it was. I, I forget who asked to put him, but it was it was just a bad pass, and it just was like, was it just right off the hands of him? It was right off his hands, and it was just like, why? Yeah, but no, it's just like look. it was just like it was like I, I was heartbreaking as well because it's just like this is a game we should have won. Is there and any? Is there hope for this team at all? I mean, like. No. And, and I'm going to there any way they can like somehow no. get together for the Big East tournament? I mean, maybe for the Big East tournament, Justin Morgan talked up 80, 85%, 100%. But they have a right? brutal schedule. They have, exactly. They have, four, they have four ranked teams left. They have yeah. four ranked games against ranked, current ranked teams like, left. They could be like... And they still have Creighton twice. Yeah. And Creighton's not ranked, but still they Creighton. They've seen Hall twice yet. They've seen Hall twice. Decent. No, this... Here's the thing. Is they'd have to win the Big East at this point. I think I think it's all known that they have to win the they Big East. They have to win the tournament. That's the only way they're getting in. And I... At this point, I don't see a team that can win. And I don't... And to be honest, I've looked at the projections... We aren't even projected an IIT. No, we're not going to make anything. We aren't even projected an IIT. That's sad. It's like That's awful. That's, that's... And I'm telling you right now, it's coaching. And I, I, I am blaming I, Neptune. I am blaming Neptune 100. Yeah, because he had a oh, decent he, I think team he on paper. On paper, blame. this yeah. team's a good team. I mean, it's his first year, so I don't think it's fair to like crucify him. Like, but he also has should be in, but he also, be in the tournament. Yeah, Jay. No, I mean, Jay Wright. This team would net right now. Would Jay Wright. Also, by now, easy. this team would also have like three top recruits in the country coming here. We have no recruits coming. We have no recruits coming here. Sucks next two years right now. Yeah, we have no one recruited, and it's like. Like, How are you going to get a this guy? This is the danger of falling apart. Absolutely. I, mean, I will. I will say like the Patterson, um, the Longino not working out. That's that that's could tough. potentially not be the coach's fault. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, those guys we thought would be better, but and they're not. That recruiting that's an issue because yeah, like your your Daniels is gone. Moore is go- well. I guess he could come back next year. Right? Whitmore is gone. Whitmore is gone. 
Dixon, is, is Whitmore confirmed gone? Slater's gone. Is he, Whitmore, like, oh, he's, there, he's no uh, way. There's no way he comes back to Villanova. No. Mm-hmm. No. You there's know, like three, what, there's three guys are done. If he's a top, he's a top five pick still. No, you're not. You're top not five? top five. Top ten. Even if you get, even if you get a lottery pick, that's millions of dollars more than what Villanova's gonna be like you because Villanova doesn't have the money to give you insane NIL deals right. like they can. Right. Right. You can go to the NBA and get a deal that's like insane because he's yeah. gonna be a top ten pick. He's he, gonna be a lottery. Wow. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but Wilmore's not coming back. And then you have Caleb Slater will be done. and Daniel Slater's done. I will say I can confirm Arch is coming back because I've talked to him and he says he is going to take oh, his, for his options. So, okay. Uh, Car- Arch will take his COVID year if that, if that excites any of you. And then more, more will be, uh, <laughs> more will be back. Do you think? I Use think he. I think year? he will. I he think almost has to because with his injury, I don't think he's going to get a full look at this year. Yeah. So, it's just interesting. I don't think it's going to fall apart, but I mean, it has a a an, a problem if you don't get good recruits at this. Program could kind of fall into oblivion if you. And don't. here's the thing: it's not all. I also don't completely blame it on Neptune because I think the new NIL system. Yeah, we. Villanova were, doesn't have the money to do what Duke and North Carolina and yeah, do what like tough. those schools that's, are doing, which is, and even Creighton, like Creighton, I heard. Oh, Creighton's offered, NIL is insane. Creighton's NIL deals are like insane. Like I heard Baylor Shiring got like millions. Yeah, it's insane, for it. Dude. It's like, like Baylor Shiring offered a ton for that deal. Yeah, um, we just but like. And Villanova doesn't have that, like, oh. um, so I just I don't know how they're gonna keep this program alive at this point, or like in like, it, like, but like it, it's gonna be weird. I, I think it'll be alright. It's just gonna we're probably gonna go through some growing pains. We I are. think it's not gonna be and you know what it was the like NIL system is the main reason Jay left. Yeah, because he his program is all built on think about like bridges and all these guys. They all sat like learned the system, then they got in and played late, and then they were really good late, and then they. I mean, he made great NBA players. I mean, he was never a one and done guy. Cam Whitmore is his first ever one and done. Yeah, they never have one and dones. Because technically, Amari Summer had a redshirt a year. It took about two years, but but like, but like, program's just not built like that. Now all of a sudden, you have to because if you look at Brizzy, gone middle of the year, gone. Like, you don't you don't have to say anymore. You can just leave whenever you want. There is no repercussion. It's not like you like even Caleb when Caleb Danzoni came in, he had to sit a whole year from Tulane. Yeah, he couldn't just now you can come in and play. You know, so Eric Dixon redshirted. Yeah, exactly. Now he's You're not going to see that really anymore. Because, like, players are like, screw it. I'm going to go somewhere else and play. Like, why would I stay here and play on the bench? I mean, Brian Antoine transferred, but he was never really going to play yeah. in because he kind of fell apart. It's a problem. Was... They're going to have to really adjust here. Or they could be in some, you know, no, some trouble. I agree. Well, I think. Anyway, one more quick thing I wanted to mention before we get out of here. Um, did you see that report about the they're adjusting the Big Five for next year? Yeah, uh, two th- groups of three, right? Yeah, like yeah. a round robin type format. Drexel will be included. Uh, what they're reportedly saying, and they'll have like a round robin group of three tournament at Wells Fargo. Yeah, so that'd be kind of interesting. Well, this is awesome. But anyway, yeah, we're out of time. Here's what it takes with Jake. Uh, go birds, right? Uh, go birds, and watch us on Wednesday. Two weeks, and yes, tune in uh, Wednesday night, six fifteen p.m. Uh, for the pregame coverage. Right here on the uh, TuneIn.com, on WXVU, and the Radio FX app. And if you're close enough, listen to 89.1 The Roar. Next up, Grease and Poles. Uh, that was a big thing last night, right? The Grease and Poles. And people still did it anyway, so whatever. But I'm sure they're going to talk all Eagles as well. But uh, keep it here. Uh, 89.1 The Roar, WXVU.